Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. One of the earliest practices which we developed in our children is the habit of reading the Bible in the morning after they get out of the bed. Our eldest, who is now 8 years old, knows how to read already. So basically, we can say that he is uh, literally reading his Bible. However, our 4-year-old cannot read just yet, but he joins his brother in the Bible reading habit. Well, we admit that the 8-year-old may not totally understand everything written in the scripture considering his age and even after he has read the entire Bible. I mean, it is the same with us adults, right? (laughs) Studying God's Word is a lifelong practice and I know that we will never stop learning something new in the Bible as we take time meditating on it. But our point in developing that habit in our children is for them to have an idea at an early age as to what matters most. Knowing that knowing what matters most in life, my wife and I believe, will help our children set and manage their priorities. We believe that the first thing that our children must prioritize as they are growing up is their relationship with God. We are often told that all of us live the same amount of time every day, meaning all of us have 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 30 to 31 days a month except on uh, February, and uh, 12 months a year. That, That is the constant and unchangeable allotment of time. We may want it to become longer, especially when we are caught up with all the demands of work and other activities that we do every day. We may want to extend time, especially when we feel that the time allotted is not enough to finish all our to-do list every day. Unfortunately, we can't. We cannot make 24 hours a day become 25 hours or more. We cannot make 7 days a week become eight or more. We, can, we cannot do anything to add to the maximum number of 31 days a month uh, or extend that 12 months within a year. It is simply impossible. There is nothing that we can do to basically extend the time we have every day. The amount of time is something that we all share in common. I believe that most of us are aware of it. But um, not all of us really understand what it means to have limited time every day or every week. Most of us do not value the brevity of time. Although we are aware that time is limited, the way most of us live, sadly, does not seem to acknowledge this fact. Many live each day unwisely and without regard to the limited time that they have in this world. For one, we do not even know until when we are going to live. We might want to believe that we know and that we have control over our lives, but the truth is we cannot know the day of our death. The Bible says that 
on the average, we are meant to live around 70 to 80 years. And we know that some even die younger than those ages. I love what Moses wrote in Psalm 90. He said this in verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. You see, when you acknowledge that time is short, that life is short, you will live wisely as a result. When you know that one on, on one hand, you have limited time, that you do not have an eternity to live in this world, uh, and on the other hand, you have matters to attend to in life, you will live wisely by choosing how you will use your time. The question now is, how will you know if you are living wisely? You will say, okay, I get it. I do not have lots of time every day. I do not have an eternity to stay in this world. Eventually, I will get old, which will now prevent me from doing most of the things that I'm doing when I was younger. But how will I know if I'm living wisely? And to this question, my short answer will also be in the form of a question. What are your priorities in life? You see, our priorities reflect whether we are living wisely or we are living foolishly. When I say priorities, I am not merely referring to a simple list that we intend to accomplish every day, if only we have enough time. Although part of establishing our priorities includes identifying what must be included in that list. Our priorities include both an acknowledgement of what is important and spending our time attending to those that we identify as important. It is not merely the um, quote-unquote to-do list that reflects our priorities, but what we actively do relative to those included in the to-do list. Identifying what matters to us is vital in establishing our priorities. I believe this is the first step. Some of the questions that we may want to ask relative to this can, can be the following, can be any of the following. What is the purpose of life? What do I find important in life? What is my chief end in life? And how do I want to be remembered when I pass away in this world? You may think that these are too deep to ask if you want to simply know your priorities each day. But really, this must be the questions that you have to ask yourself. Again, the premise was all of us have limited time. And with the limited time that we have at our disposal and the number of things that we need to do every day, we have to make choices. And we must not make choices carelessly. Every decision that we make, big or small, will have an impact in our to our future one way or another you know cer certain dispositions in life are a result of the moment by moment decisions that we made in the past hence we have to be careful in the decisions that we make from the apparently trivial decisions such as what to eat for dinner to the major decisions such as who to marry you see decisions that are made without regard to issues such as our purpose in life and the legacy that we want to leave behind are wasted decisions. I will have to say that the cycle resulting from making unwise decisions is 
terrible. For one, unwise decisions are products of the wrong priorities that we set, which will in turn adversely impact the way we identify further priorities, which will again result to making unwise decisions. And the vicious cycle goes on and on. Again, our priorities will reflect what matters most to us. Uh, consequently, we will know what matters to us only by asking the life questions that I mentioned earlier, especially those that pertains to the purpose of life and the legacy that we want to leave behind. So, the first step is to identify what matters most to us. Uh, in identifying what matters most to us, we need to resolve what we believe is the purpose of our existence. After we have identified what are those, the next question is, what actions must we take relative to those that matters to us? As I've said, I'm not merely referring to a set of lists here. Of equal, if not greater importance, are the actions that we take in line with the quote-unquote to-do list. Are we actively taking steps to attend to the things that matters to us? And in this regard, the main issue is this, the use of our time. The use of our time. I think the challenge for some is not really identifying what matters most to them. I know of several people who have a great sense of identifying what is important. Some even figured out already their purpose in life and the kind of legacy that they want to leave behind. But here is where the real struggle lies. The manner they spend their time does not reflect their priorities. The way they consume their time does not represent what really matters to them. What matters to us will only be as good as the time we spent attending to those things or areas in our life. Many will agree if I say, here's the thing, many will agree if I say that family is important. You ask those people if family is important and without batting an eyelash, they will respond that family is absolutely important. But then they do not spend time for their family, with their family, for one reason or another. Similarly, you ask others if faith is important and the reply is absolutely, it is important. But then again, they do not have time for prayer or reading the Bible. They know what is important. It is just that the way they use their time says otherwise. I will not drain this any further as I will reserve the discussion of this uh, subject in the next episode. You see, we are living in a period of our history where time is seemingly shortened by the things that grab our attention. You have internet, social media, online shows, Online games, all of this, compete with what should matter most to us. And most of us are trapped in this time wasters. Worst, many of us, most of us do not even realize that we are already trapped. You see, the way we use our time must strictly reflect our priorities in life. If there is a conflict between our quote-unquote to-do list and the manner 
uh, we use our time, our priorities are really those that we spend our time on. The action we take is the ultimate test of what matters most to us. Identifying what matters to us must go hand in hand with the way we spend our time pursuing them. I will just close with this story in the Bible. In Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 to 22, this is what is written. And behold, a man came up to him, came up to Jesus, saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? 17, and he said to them, Jesus said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. Verse 18, he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, to Jesus, All this I have kept. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, Go sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. What can we learn here? The rich young man correctly identified what should matter the most. This was clear in verse 16 when he asked Jesus how to have eternal life. He clearly knew the most important thing, which is to have eternal life. When Jesus responded that the way to go was to keep the commandments, the rich young man confidently said that all of this he kept. But then Jesus told him there is one more thing that he must do. That is to sell all that he possess and follow him, follow Jesus. In verse 22, it says, When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful. Apparently, he cannot part with his great wealth. This is a picture of knowing what matters most, yet not pursuing it. The rich young man acknowledged and identified what matters, what must matter most. And that is to have eternal life. He, he knows it. He knows that the most important thing is to have eternal life. Yet, he is not willing to sacrifice what is required to follow Jesus, which is the requirement for eternal life. One thing was revealed. His priority was not really about having eternal life. His priority was his wealth. You want to know what your priorities are? Ask these questions. What is the purpose of life? What do I find important in life? What is my chief end in life? And how do I want to be remembered when I pass away in this world? In the next episode, I will be sharing what I believe must be our priorities in life, regardless of our status or position in the society. I will also share some encouragement on how we can wisely use our time to attend to those that must really matter to us. That's it for today's episode. Till next time.